2: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023.
3: The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Postgame Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill
4: Michaels. The Packers are undefeated and uh, one of only four teams in the National Football League that are 4-0. The Tennessee Titans are 3-0 but they did not play due to a covid outbreak. Meanwhile, 30 to 16. Now the Packers didn't put up 40 points, but 30 to 16 and they knock off the Atlanta Falcons. Aaron Rodgers simply spectacular. 27 of 33, 327 yards, four touchdowns, three of which to Robert Tonyan, one to Aaron Jones, and a quarterback rating of 147. Five, An amazing night. Aaron Jones, 15 carries, 71 yards. Uh, he did it on the ground. Williams gets uh, 10 yards on the ground. Uh, A.J. Dillon, uh, one carry for three yards today. But Robert Tanyan, six catches, 98 yards, three touchdowns. You've got Williams getting eight catches, 95 yards. MVS, four catches, 45 yards. Aaron Jones, five catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. Shepard gets into the mix with a couple of catches. Malik Taylor gets a, couple, or gets a catch and Tyler Irvin gets one as as well. It just, what a night for Aaron Rodgers and company, and Matt Ryan, uh, 28 of 39, did not throw a touchdown, 285 yards, a quarterback rating of 92.4, and the defense held a pretty good offense to only 16 points. Coming into this game, the Falcons had put up 67 points in the first half versus only 23 in the second, and the Packers uh, defensively, Got a couple of breaks, stood tall when they needed to, and they walk away with a victory. I'm Bill Michaels. Welcome to the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Looking for your reaction to all of this as your team goes to 4-0, 855-830-8648. Gary Ellerson, former Packer and Badger running back alongside. And, Gary, um, when you you start to look at the stats, you look at the Packers going to 4-0 and the way they did it tonight offensively, this was about as impressive as I can remember.
5: And the reason why is you're you're without some frontline players, right? You're without Devonte Adams, six and zero without that joker, and you know you're without Ellen Lazard, who was your leading receiver last week. You're without Kenny Clark up front, uh, Kurtsey, the guy you went over and brought over uh, from Cleveland. Yeah, and Kevin King, did he play the second half? You were without him, uh, no doubt about it. Yes, I mean. Shannon Sullivan
4: with a concussion. You talked about Kevin King with a quad. You got uh, Degara goes down late in that ball game. So, yeah, and even Aaron Rodgers uh, tweaked his knee and his foot a little bit tonight in this contest.
5: Yeah, so very impressive really because of the four guys that didn't play in the beginning. Uh, You know, doesn't it feel like uh, you remember uh, the Brett Favre, Mike McCarthy, that that when they brought in Rodgers and all that, and and Rodgers got, like, I mean, uh, Brett Favre got like a second win or something like that. Did they go to the NFC Championship game and yep. lose it, and he played like lights out the whole year. That's what this feels like. Now I don't know where this is going to go, but it, I mean, it it kind of has that feel to it where, you know, the old gunslinger now is kind of rejuvenated. And just playing lights out, and I, I just gotta say this, Bill. Hats off to Matt Lafleur. I mean, he's coaching his tail off, man. Right. This, this is this is just unbelievable offensively, where they're scheming up I and mean, they're running a lot of unbalanced line uh, with Ricky uh, Ricky Wagner. They move him over left to right. It's obvious, you know, run situations. Uh, you look at Robert Tunyon, what he's been able to do to come in and relieve the pressure off losing Lazard. I mean, they just find different ways to beat you every weekend. Matt LaFleur finds different ways to beat you every weekend. It's, it's very different from the Mike McCarthy offense.
4: Packers get the win. They knock off the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, give us a shout. We want to get your reaction to this. 855 830 8648. 855-830-8648. Uh this is from T-Bone Malone it says I know I've overreacted a little bit tonight but to be honest it's Atlanta uh, which you know what as I said Atlanta has put up uh, Atlanta coming into tonight's ball game they had scored 29 in the first quarter in three games 28 in the second only 10 in the third and then 13 in, or 23 in the fourth excuse me 23 in the fourth. So their their big quarters were the first half, scored 67 points in the first half of this contest. So to basically hold them down to next to nothing in the first half of this contest, Gary, that was huge. I mean, that long 10-play drive that uh, chewed up about 10 minutes on the clock and to only walk away with three points, that was demoralizing for Atlanta.
5: Well, right, because you you thought they were going to go 99. And I I tweeted that, so they're not going to go 99 on us, are they? And they took up a big chunk of the clock. But if you're going to beat Aaron Rodgers, you got to keep him off the field. They had a good game plan for that. And, it, you know, listen, uh, you're right. Temper a little bit. It is the Atlanta Falcons. But I tell you this, the Falcons didn't give up, Bill. They didn't go away. Nope. I mean, they still fought. And so, that it, it still was a hard uh, win by the Packers. It wasn't a team that just rolled. I mean, because sometimes the team would just come in and, and roll over and lay down and make it easy. They didn't do that. The Falcons came in. They played hard. But I listen, man, I'm just telling you, Matt LaFleur right now, we start looking at these new second wave of coaches like Matt uh, uh, like McVeigh came in here, Shanahan down there and uh over there in San Fran. I mean I mean he's gotta be one of the new hot shot coaches, Bill. I'm just saying, I know Tanya came in, he played well. But Bill, let me ask you this who would you rather have, Jermichael Finley or Tanya?
4: And Tanya in a heart, or uh, JerMichael Finley in a heartbeat.
5: Right, it ain't but, even close. but but
4: there's there's he is scheming so much misdirection, yes. and so many things that are yes. moving in an opposite direction. Yes. And then flooding, they're flooding formations yes. and flooding yes. zones. Yeah, it's in yes. they're confusing the. He had a master plan for a very young, inexperienced secondary tonight.
5: That's my point. That's my point. Right. If you're just talking about uh, players, who's better? Yes. Give me Michael Finley all day long over Tanya. But it is Matt LaFleur, a guy that who we thought that uh, 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 Mark Murphy talked a little bit too much about at the press conference, thought he took over this, that, and the other. Mark Murphy's looking great right now with this kid. Right. This is absolutely incredible.
4: No doubt. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're not going to break. We're just going to step out for we're a couple gonna go. of moments. We're going to come back. And okay. uh, we're going to be rejoined by the network as we are on locally on 1250 a.m., our uh, flagship station out of Milwaukee. So Let's we're going to step aside, back come back, and uh, hit the network uh, running as the Green Bay Packers get a win tonight and knock off the Atlanta Falcons 30-16. to we got a whole lot more. Stay tuned. It's the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up and starting over right after this.
3: The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Postgame Show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the Big
4: Unit, Bill Michaels. To those of you listening to us on the network now, welcome into the program. Thirty to sixteen, the Green Bay Packers. They knock off the Atlanta Falcons, and a lot of questions or maybe concern more so than anything over Aaron Rodgers in the knee. He's doing the postgame press conference on SportsCenter right now, smiling and laughing about it. Uh, Kind of the stumbling, bumbling Aaron Rodgers and joking about it. Doesn't appear as if there's any problem or if he's injured. So that is good news. The Packers did sustain some injuries we'll talk about. But Rodgers today, 27-33, to 327 yards, four touchdowns, no picked. Again, only sacked one time, only hurried a couple, and a quarterback rating uh, uh, just an unbelievable 147.5. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. And, uh, Gary, we pick up where we left off. The Green Bay Packers sure. today defensively, they only allowed 3 of 12 for 25% on third down to the Atlanta Falcons. And as I had mentioned, coming into this contest, the Falcons had put up 29 and 28 points Mm -hmm. in the first two quarters after the first three games. That's 67 points. The Packers today only gave up three in the first half of this ballgame, which really is where the Green Bay Packers won this contest.
5: No, they really did, Bill. I think when you look at the Green Bay Packers, I think it also you're talking about how they won it. I think it was a great scheme, great game plan by Matt LaFleur. I mean, that's how they won it. I mean, they they won it, with. I mean, if you you think about the talent that they used to have, they just don't have that anymore. And they won it with a a beautiful game playing by Matt LaFleur, executed by Aaron Rodgers, and it played right into the hands of the defense. The defense, I dare I say, still looks a little suspect, still look like you can't win a championship with them. But all they need to do is get some stops, and they were able to do that today. They had a chance to still get two picks on Matt Ryan. They didn't take advantage of it. So, I mean, it's still a defense that fly around, but it's still a defense that can be exposed at time in a run game.
4: After um, four games now, the Packers have given up three – that offensive line, three sacks and a total of nine hurries in four games. Three more hurries tonight. Coming into this contest, they had uh, given up six. So three hurries and a quarterback sack gives them three sacks on the season, one of which last week Aaron Rodgers said was his fault. Uh, and nine total hurries. This offensive line, tonight they did a, a better job with the linebackers shooting the A-gap and, and creating some separation. The Falcons did and, and putting Rodgers in some tough positions. But uh, he pretty he was pretty clean all night long. They don't, like I said, they only really got to him and hurried him up three specific times. So, again, another outstanding performance from the offensive line tonight.
5: And, and I don't even think this is their best offensive line ever, Bill. But it's a unit that's playing very well. Together and it's a unit that understands and how to plays within the parameters of the offense I mean, it's just been incredible. I mean you look at the offensive line. They've come in They've had starting units almost every single game something different somebody's different And this time they brought in unbalanced with Ricky Wagner played him a little bit on left and right side I mean, I mean listen They, they have been just great in the run game. Matt LaFleur has been great scheming up some offensive plays
4: it's uh, it's been impressive to watch this team go to four and zero. Now they've got a buy, and the these two games, the, the the Saints game and this game, everybody thought, well, there's going to be at least a loss in one of these.
5: We thought they'd be three uh, one in the first quarter. you Right,
4: be looking good. You know, I even thought, you know what, that opener against Minnesota, yeah, maybe you're two and two. You know, at that point, and and then you you know maybe you go to Tampa Bay and lose to Tom Brady, and after that, you pretty much get on your roll and you're at home and. And yeah, you know that's it. But I'll tell you what, this is. Tell me a defense that's unsta- that that can stop this team right now. I mean, the only thing that's going to stop this team is themselves. I think because they're just they're just in a, in a roll. Numerous comments tonight about how Aaron Rodgers looks happy. He looks like he's enjoying himself. It's almost like he's toying with people out there. This is very much 2010, 2011 Aaron Rodgers of what we're yeah. seeing. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and I don't know right now if there's a defense that have to watch a little bit more NFL. But there's no dominant defense out there. Listen, Chicago Bears defense is always going to be good with Khalil Mack. But I don't know if there's a dominant defense out there, you know, like, you know, Leroy Butler's defense of 96 or like the the defense the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had when they had Warren Sapp and Derrick Brooks in them. I don't think there's nothing like that. Uh, but most certainly, uh, all the, the, the NFL right now is about defenses getting stops. It's about offenses scoring a lot of points, and that's what's happening right now.
4: Also, a shout-out to Jair Alexander. What a night he had. Calvin Ridley became a shell of himself. Uh, we saw him tr- get t- tried early. And there was a couple of times where Alexander um, – where Calvin Ridley was very good at getting separation by using his hands early on in the route, and Alexander just closed on him and just didn't let him get open or didn't right. give him enough room to be able to pick up a, a big-time catch. And they went downfield to him numerous times. I like counted kind of three or four times tonight. Mm-hmm. So I, it's just like, no, wow, what a what an impressive uh, performance by him.
5: No, he played well. I mean, the secondary, I think, is a strong suit of this team. Well, defensively. I think they got, they got a lot of good people back in the secondary, and they're playing very well together. So the defense held together, Bill. Uh, but you know, it's not one of those top five, top ten defenses. I mean, they're predicated on how well the offense does. That the offense can score points, and that defense plays better.
6: Let's get
4: to it. Phone calls eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's get to, uh, your reaction. Our buddy Ty listening to us in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Ty, how you doing?
7: Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up, Ty? How you doing? Hey man, I'm doing wonderful, man. I can't complain, man. I'm I'm satisfied with how the team played tonight, man. Uh one thing that I can say, man, whenever you lose and have the injuries that the Packers have, man, they are an elite football team, you know, going into the rest of this season. And uh anytime you whoop on a team that's desperate, and you know, the Falcons really didn't have a chance. Uh the one thing I wanted to ask you guys about, uh, my biggest takeaway, why did they play so much zone? you know, in the secondary. I didn't understand that. Now, I know, you know, you got 11, you got Ridley over there, whatever like that. But I'm interested because I, I feel like, like Gary just said, this the strong suit of the uh, defense is the secondary. And uh, I just didn't understand why they played too much on. So I know that might be, uh, you know, like one of those fan observation things. But uh, – I'm kind of looking forward to this secondary being a little bit more tested against Tom Brady because I feel like if they play zone against Tom Brady, that's basically giving Tampa Bay what they want. So I'm interested. I'm interested to see how how uh, how they play against that that because they got another two Pro Bowl wideouts too. So
4: but, well, uh, they played. Like I think no, Ty. I think it's a good question, but correct me if I'm wrong. Kevin King had the quad injury. You had uh, Shannon Sullivan leave the game with a concussion. Uh, you had, uh, um, let's see here, it was, who's the other one? Um, God, there was somebody else that ended up getting hurt. Darnell Savage uh, Jr. left the game for a short yeah, period of time off, before he yeah. ended up coming back. He came back. Uh, but they, they were banged up. I think it was just easier to play portions of that and keep over the top with, uh, or keep uh, one-on-one with J.A. Alexander and Calvin Ridley once Julio Jones went down, and that's the reason I think they did it, because they were just getting shorthanded of depth. Right,
5: they want to keep everything in front of him, Bill. They they didn't want it to get any big plays, nothing that scores quick. You're gonna to have to go the length of the field to try to beat them. So yeah, I thought that was a great idea. I mean, because really he, he can get open and get deep, and there's nothing you can do about it.
4: Uh, let's get to Irv listening to us on the south side. Irv, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
8: With all the bad stuff going on in 2020, man, I really want to get excited for this team. You know, it's a it's a bright light in our 2020. Um, I'm just, these soft tissue injuries, man, is, is this just because we didn't have uh, the conditioning uh, during the um, off season? I, I, I just don't know what it is. That's what scared me. And I just think if we can find a way to find us a middle linebacker and go get a snack for this team, when I say a snack, I mean snack Harrison, because I think Super Bowls are won in the trenches. You Remember we won a Super Bowl with B.J. Raji and all those boys on the front? Controlling that line of scrimmage, man. The the future is bright, and you know I'm just really happy with um, number 12 because it seemed like he came to a kind of Jesus moment and realized he's in a twilight of his career, and he's trusting people, man. And I think in years past he didn't trust people. Look, he won a game. I, I'm gonna call him Aaron and Misfits tonight because um I didn't
1: know who Taylor was,
8: and you know and and, and if he he got a little kiddles and bits in him, uh man. Nothing but confidence. If he can keep that confidence, man, this team going to be a team to be reckoned with. But like I said, we got to show up that line because I just think it's going to be one in the trenches. And if we can get Snacks in here and he can stay healthy and this whole team can stay healthy, Super Bowl is um, on our
4: minds, man. Would that be one of those uh, Andre Risen choices, uh, Gary, if they bring in a guy like Snacks to help him? I don't even think he's on their radar, Bill. I, see I don't think so either but there's a lot if, of people that are talking about it because if he if he was on
5: their radar they would have brought him in I, I, I mean Wednesday.
4: yeah I mean
5: I, I think they're good yeah I think they're good where they're at uh, Kenny Clark is probably gonna come back after uh, after the bye week and they'll probably see what they have after that but he's just been sitting out there I mean nobody's brought this kid in now um, if you look look around the league, that Ziggy Ansah, I mean, we, I had one of him at one point. I think he's out for the year. So a lot of these guys are just sitting there, a little aging veterans. So you just got to be careful how you're going to play them. Uh, with the Packers, here clearly be a rotational player, which is good because you're not going to put a lot of pressure on them. But I, it just feels like to me that the Green Bay Packers just don't make those kind of moves. I'd love to have him. I said this two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Go get him. Um I don't know why he's still sitting there.
4: I, which is a good question as to why he is and why nobody's calling. Or, or, you know, again, he's coming in, but I want to know why maybe they're just not pulling that trigger. Or maybe you're just kind of hoping you can run with what you got. But, uh, man, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see some yeah, – right, look, any them. big body added depth, I'm well, all depth. for it, man. That's the year they won a Super Bowl, for, they had – remember, that was a Howard Green pickup? Yeah, when Howard Green Howard was Green. on his way back home from the Jets, he was top. heading back to New Orleans. Yeah, and then you had uh, C.J. Wilson, you had Cullen Jenkins, you had B.J. Raj. You had some big beef up front in that on that group.
5: But see, the NFL is not about that anymore because teams don't run the football; they, everybody throws it, mm-hmm. and so you really don't need those big run stuffers anymore. People think they can get away with it, and but I mean, but you look at if you're thinking that it's going to be San Fran, well, you better go load up on some defensive linemen.
4: Right. See, I don't think it's going to be San Fran. I think well, San no, Fran's not too bad cuz they all banged up. Yeah. I think the team that you're going to have to beat now is probably going to be Seattle.
5: Yes. And Seattle's going to want to run it.
4: Yeah. Seattle's going to want to run it, but Russell Wilson, they, their offensive line's not that good and Russell Wilson's been scrambling for his life and he's been making a lot of defenses look silly. Yes. But he but then again, he also, you know, when you talk about the big day that he had, he played uh, Dallas and Dallas it turns out their defense is just blatantly awful, just awful. But uh, but Seattle, I, I think they're the – they're the if you want to go with the NFC, I think the Packers and then Seattle, probably the cream of the crop. And then after that, we'll wait and see what the Buccaneers do against the Packers down there in Tampa Bay. But if the Packers go in there and win, tell me where they're not going to – where their loss is coming from unless they just screw it up themselves. You're one away. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you're right you know? about that. Because I look at this team and I'm thinking, okay, after the bye week, Tampa Bay – if they win there, the Houston Texans are a mess. Maybe the Vikings, if they play for some pride at home at, uh, at Lambeau Field. Uh, at San Fran, if San Fran's getting some guys back, who knows? We'll wait and see. But Jacksonville, no. At Indy, maybe with That's Phillip Rivers. A, maybe, maybe. But Chicago, I don't think's worth it. Philadelphia, mm. I don't think's worth it. At Detroit, I don't think they're worth it. Although they always play tough over there. Carolina, no. Tennessee, maybe At Chicago, I'd see maybe three losses, tops at this point, and I can't believe I'm talking about another 13-3 and season. I know. Here we go. You know? Yeah. Here we go. Like, wow. (laughs) So, anyway, Uh, let's do this. Uh, Let's get back to it. Um, Let's go back to the phone calls. Let's talk to Tyler on the east side. Tyler, how you doing, man? What's going on?
1: Hey. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good. What's up? So, I don't really want to complain because, you know, we're 4-0 and and we should just be right. happy about it. But two things I would like to hear you guys. Go ahead and complain. Go ahead. The Go ahead. first one would be tackling if we're going to start about defense. You see it all the time. It'll be first and ten. We have a guy in the backfield. That means Zadarius Darius Smith looks like he did it twice tonight where it could be second and 14, but instead we're not tackling very well. As a team, I shouldn't just be Zadarius. Darius. Um, and the second thing I'd like to talk about is the whole Devontae Adams situation. Mm-hmm. after tonight they put the stat up that we're 6-0 without oh, Devontae yeah. Adams. Do you think that right. something like that could be getting to his head, like my role in the in the offense could be diminishing, look how well they play without me? Um, I just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on that.
6: Ooh.
4: Um, I, I You know what? Devontae means so much to this team. I mean, when he's there, it's obvious that, you know, the offense, I don't want to say flows through him. But, but, Gary, it's like it's like Aaron Rodgers said. He makes things easier well, because of his presence on the field.
5: Here's what it is, Bill. You can win games without Devontae Adams, but you win Super Bowls with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. That's what it amounts to. And
2: well, that's they gotta, where they're at. They got to so get the back, Packers,
5: yeah. yeah. The Packers have to realize that, man. You know, they they, they talking about they want to win the Super Bowl. They need Devontae Adams to go win the Super Bowl. Now I'm just right. being 100 there. That gives you another weapon that you really don't have to scheme. You can, it, just, it just makes the game easier for your quarterback and everybody else.
4: Well, now imagine when you do get Lazard and do get Devontae Adams back and everybody's back, and now you've got proven commodities – now, if you're a defensive coordinator coming in, you're scheming mm-hmm. for these guys. You're like, wh- where? who do I even pick or choose? Well, you're
5: going to pick Aaron Jones. You're going to pick Devontae Alves and then let, 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 let everybody go. else beat you. But let now it, you know that other go. guys can beat you. Well, right, but you're going to let it go because those two guys aren't going to. The guy that's beating you is 12. Yeah.
4: That's who's beating you. That's why everybody gasped tonight when he uh, yes. had that uh, awkward
5: knee. Whatever he did, yeah. So he, pretty much he'll be with at, a brace and, the and rest of the year. And once again, there was two guys open on that play. He could have thrown the ball to the first time. I don't know what he was doing on that play.
4: The uh, it was funny because they said Aaron Rodgers was trying to do too much. He was, and that's exactly what we were we were talking about. Exactly. Let's go to Jim listening to us in Chicago. Jim, welcome to the Green and Gold Postgame Jimmy. Show. Jim, how you doing?
9: Oh, doing great tonight. Absolutely. So I don't know, you guys saw the, the stat that they flashed up on the screen uh, towards the end of the game. But basically, in the history of the NFL, uh, within the first 20 games as a coach, uh, Matt Lafleur was number three behind uh, George Seifert and Paul Brown. Mm. Now, here's the thing. George Seifert, when he took over, his cupboard was very well stocked. And he yes. needed to step in and kind of do his thing.
5: Keep it going. And the
9: thing is, we, we've talked about for years where the Packers don't have that kind of personnel. And yet, we're still getting it done. And, you know, right. here's the last thing that I want to connect it with is, you know, the NFL, the way it is, we've 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 seen a lot of these soft tissue injuries and things like that for years. But it seems like there's a lot of that going on in the NFL. And where we're at right now, in comparison with everybody else, we're pretty much near the top. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about that?
5: No, I would agree with you right now. I mean, we still have some injuries, but uh, they're playing lights out right now. They're playing some of the best football in the league. Well, outside of Seattle in the NFC. Uh, we'll see. Hey, Tampa Bay is going to be a tough test. So l- let's just enjoy this one. And then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll run against somebody. But uh, I'm not worried about regular season. I'm kind of with one of our calls that called in last week. Yeah, it's great. It's fine. It gets you where you need to be. But, I mean, I'm not looking to be bounced anymore. I mean, I'm looking to get to no. the Super Bowl now.
4: I I would uh, agree, and we'll talk about that in the comparisons when we come back. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. Jay is in Atlanta when we come back as well. Jay, you'll be first out of the shoot. The Packers get a win. Knock off the Atlanta Falcons in this contest, 30-16. to Stay tuned. More of the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up right after this.
10: Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Yeah, that's
11: hurt. Don't nobody.
10: It's tough out there. So who got banged up? Today's injury report. Sponsored by Tayback Law.
3: Veterans, if you feel you have been wrongfully denied any benefits, contact Tayback for the payback at TaybackAttorneys.com.
4: Time now for the injury report As the Packers get a win, 30-16. They knock off the Atlanta Falcons, go to the bye week, 4-0 and on the season. It's brought to you by our friends at Tayback Law. Well, you got Shannon Sullivan who left with a concussion. Uh, Kevin King left with a quad injury. Uh, Barnes left as well. He ended up having a shoulder injury. He had DeGuara go down late in the ball game. Darnell Savage limped off the field with an ankle and then came back. Even Aaron Rodgers uh, tweaked his knee. We don't know what the severity is of the uh, concussion nor of uh, King's quad, Uh, but everything else, or or Barnes's shoulder for that matter, but everything else looks as if uh, they they should be okay and should be able to return. But uh, you know, Gary Ellison, alongside it's the Green and Gold postgame show. Uh, But Gary, I I don't know how we can say this every year, but God, the timing of the bye week is absolutely perfect. Well, they needed it. I
5: mean, it's perfect for them right now. They can get healed up. They go four and zero. They're without four starters. Uh, from all intents and purposes, it looked like they'll get back Devontae Adams and Kenny Clark uh, when they come back off the bye week. So, yeah, that that bodes well for a, a Green Bay Packers team right now. 855-830-8648,
4: 830 8648 You want to chime in? Let us know uh, what your reaction is to tonight's ballgame and the Packers getting a win. Let's go to Jay listening to us in Atlanta. Jay's been on hold a while. Jay, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. You nice. guys, I love your show. No, well, awesome. thank you, Jay. I have two things. One, okay. it's real simple. Aaron Rodgers is brought into Matt LaFleur. It's a different, a totally different offense. Number two, the defense is just a little more experienced. But when it comes down to it, Aaron Rodgers, is brought into it.
0: He's changed
1: from last year, and he's a different player. He buys into it. That's
4: all I have. All right, thanks, All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging and listening to us in Atlanta. He's right, and Gary, I said this tonight going into the game, the Packers have been able to get up on every opponent for the most part, and then once they extend that lead, then that allows the defense to pin their ears back and go after uh, quarterbacks and kind of play a little more free. And uh, he's right, it, 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 and you've said it before, too. It begins and ends with Aaron Rodgers, and he has bought in, and it looks like he's having fun doing it. Right, right? I
5: mean, he's he's totally different than what he was last year. I, I think in almost any time I've ever seen him as a Green Bay Packer. I mean, he is – last year I had said something about that D.K. Metcalf kid that's over in Seattle with Russell mm-hmm. Wilson. I thought Russell Wilson made that kid better last year. Russell Wilson made that kid believe. I just I just felt like that, that that Rogers kinda wasn't doing that with his young players. And you see that now. He's doing it with his young players, making these guys believe that they can play in the NFL and they can play with him. It's it's all it's amazing.
4: Packers have opened their season with four straight thirty point plus games for the first time in franchise history. They are now four and oh. And by the way, the first score of the game, speaking of that, Uh, Brought to you by our good friends over there at Schulze Family Beef, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef for three generations from their Wisconsin family farm to your family table. Check them out and their entire selection. And the place uh, you ordered today, go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That's Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. The first score of the game came on a pass to Aaron Jones from Aaron Rodgers. Here it is. Second and goal, they go empty. Rodgers has a man wide open, caught.
11: It is Jones on the receiving end. Touchdown, Green Bay. And when I say wide open, I mean wide open.
4: There you go. That's courtesy of our buddies over there at ESPN Television. So uh, Aaron Jones with the score. It was 7-0. And uh, really the Packers never relinquished the lead after that uh, because all they were able to muster, uh, they being the Falcons, was three points in the first half. And didn't do much in the second half. And so that's uh, pretty much uh, the uh, the start of the onslaught for the Green Bay Packers, who put up 30 points yet again tonight. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Get back into your phone calls, your tweets, your emails. What's your reaction? What do you think? Your team is 4 0. The Green Bay Packers, 4 0. Now they head into the bye week. Are they indeed the best team in the NFC? And
5: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and
4: <laughs> the best quarterback in the NFL is. Uh oh answer that question double down yeah let's do that we got a lot more of the green and gold post game <laughs> show he's gary ellison i'm bill michaels more right after this 16
10: station strong the bill michaels sports
4: talk network
3: from the line of scrimmage to the end zone what was the drive of the game it's time for the chevy drive of the game find what's next Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or WisconsinDrivesChevy.com.
4: Welcome back. Packers get a win, but the drive of the game early on in this contest, second quarter because Robert Tanyan completed a drive, 11 plays, 75 yards in 5 minutes and 10 seconds because the Packers score, the Falcons, they go back, They get some momentum with that long drive, but only walk away with three points. And then this touchdown from Aaron Rodgers to Robert Tanyan for his first touchdown of the game. Blitz picked up.
11: Rodgers has his man, the tight end. Tanyan for the touchdown. Robert Tanyan on the receiving end. 19-yard score and make it three consecutive games with a touchdown catch for Tanyan.
4: There you go. That is the uh, the drive of the game, and that's brought to you by our friends at Chevy. Find out what's next. Check out the new Chevy 2020 Silverado at your local Chevy dealers. Go to WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Welcome back to the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Getting your reaction to the win tonight, uh, the Green Bay Packers knock off the Atlanta Falcons. And you already had a firing today um, where you've got the Houston Tech- Texans now looking for a new head coach. Then you've got, obviously, Quinn is going to be under the gun as uh, the Atlanta Falcons have started off 0-4. I think I said the Atlanta Falcons. I meant the Houston Texans where Bill O'Brien has been fired. The uh, Atlanta Falcons now 0 for, And they were expecting to be pretty good this year. They wanted to be really competing for a championship. And uh, they're nowhere near that. And starting out 0-4 certainly dashes their hopes. So uh, it, would he be the second coach uh, during the season, Gary, to get, get cut? Um,
5: I I think he could be, uh, but I think if you look at Atlanta and Arthur Blank, he doesn't make those kind of moves. You know what I mean? He's not quick to pull the trigger. So, um, in in this game against the Green Bay Packers, the Packers were a better team, right? But if you go look at those other couple of losses, three losses that they had, I mean, that just was a dumpster fire. You, those will get you fired. But games against the Green Bay Packers that you just lost to, the Packers were just a better team, and 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 to me, they didn't they had no quit. They still played. I mean, they play hard, so I give them credit for that.
4: Um, I had asked who the best team is, and who is the front runner for the MVP. Um, because again tonight, you had a solid performance out of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, their defense played pretty well. A couple of pick sixes mm-hmm. and turnovers late in that ball game really kind of turned the tide for not only uh, for, for Patrick Mahomes, but also for the Kansas City Chiefs. And in addition to that, uh, the New England Patriots, who Bill Belichick, I saw some of the highlights, just sitting there shaking his head on the sidelines as the hoodie was not happy with the nothing direction in which do. his team was going. Uh, right. Uh, there was nothing he could do. But uh, but so who's the best team right now in the NFL? Would you have to say the Packers?
5: I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's between the Packers and Seattle for sure. Um, in the in the NFL. Well, the best team in the NFL is probably Kansas City, right? And then for me, it's, it's probably a toss-up between Seattle. It, it feels like, though, Bill, that Russell Wilson is doing a lot more than Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't watch them a lot like I watch the Green Bay Packers, but I've been seeing some of the highlights. And it seems like he's just putting plays out of his tail. When you look at Aaron Rodgers' team, seems to be a little bit more smoother for him uh, and easier. Um, but and, and right now, if you're looking at MVP, I think it's between Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. So right now, those two teams for me are 1A and 1B.
4: Yeah, as much as uh, Patrick Mahomes has gotten a lot of press early on this season, I'd agree. Uh, I think Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson has not won one yet, oddly enough. So I, I gotta assume that he's gonna get some of the some of the votes. But if you had to pick one at this point, Aaron Rodgers' numbers have just been so incredibly impressive, yeah. just just so incredibly impressive on the season. I mean, it's just it's nuts the kind of numbers that he's throwing up right now. But I. I, I I think you could go 1A, 1B, and 1C because Mm -hmm. it has been a tremendous year for all three quarterbacks to this point. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Nick says Wilson and or Rodgers, hands down, both are phenomenal. Max says got to be Aaron Rodgers. Nobody else can turn a band of misfits into the depth the way he's doing it. He's an uplifting force on and off the field right now. Word to the coaching staff as well. It's all meshing together. Great time for a bye week. Let's get healthy and finish the season. Uh, This is MJR, who says, 33, Aaron Jones, seems to be playing himself out of any reasonable price range. Do you agree? (laughs) I think there's only so much money that's going to be given to running backs. Mm -hmm. And Kamara got the big one. Christian McCaffrey got the big one. Is Aaron Jones on that level?
5: Uh, I I don't know if he's on the level of McCaffrey, but uh, it feels like he's playing his way into the level of Kamara, right? Most certainly past Dalvin Cook. Uh, so that feels like that's where he's going right now. I mean, he can do a little bit of everything. I mean, he is just so dynamic, and the Green Bay Packers are doing right by him. We look, at, I don't did he Did he have, what, 20, 25 touches a game, Bill? I mean, I haven't looked at the numbers yet, but they're, they're um, doing a great job of still
4: keeping him in between the 20, 25 touches a game. He had exactly 20 touches. There it is. Five catches. He was five for five out of the backfield and fifteen catches. Mm-hmm. And people were wondering where he was at. He had nine touches in the first couple of drives. Right. So you kind of I kinda started to look at this and I thought, yeah, I thought there's no way they're gonna run him forty times. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's just that's not gonna happen. And then you saw suddenly in came Jamal Williams who got eight carries. Uh, Aj Dillon got a carry tonight. They started throwing the ball out of the back because uh, Jamal Williams got eight touches. Well, he had sixteen Twitter, touches. And then
5: your Twitter feed started going off. Everybody, like, where is Aaron Jones? Is right. he hurt? Is he hurt? No, like, he was standing uh, right next to Matt Lafleur. No, Ford. his touches had gotten away from him, and they pulled him back.
4: Yeah, his uh, his touches got up there early and quick, and it was working. I mean, it was you know it was good, it was smooth. But, yep, no doubt about it. I mean, he just made it look. Easy. And between him and Aaron Rodgers, they almost made it look like they were toying with Atlanta early on in this ball game. Hey, let me ask you this about A.J. Dillon. He saw just one carry tonight. So he saw the field a couple of times, but just one carry tonight. Um, I know Matt LaFleur has talked about, you know, trying to get him in more. My whole thing has been, I, I look, I, you're not going to sit Williams or Jones right now just to give Dillon carries. Uh, maybe in a blowout situation or maybe every now and then, but... In, in key moments of the ball game, on third and short, fourth and short, w- when you need to take the momentum back, I don't think you're throwing the rookie out there just yet. Well,
5: no, Are they're you? not. No, no, they're not, because they got Jamal Williams for that. And now I don't know if you know they're not comfortable with him in pass pro, because I heard Aaron Rodgers said something about him last week that he's getting comfortable, he's starting to figure it out. And we starting to understand the system. So it felt like to me that he didn't quite understand what they were doing, what all that was going on, which is fine. Uh, I still say he, he's, he can't get in front of Jamal Williams right now, and that's that's who he's got to get. Play. If there ever was a game for him to play, Bill would have been in this one because you would have thought they would have threw the ball to Aaron Jones more you move them and moved him and used him in a slot, but they just didn't do that. So he just got two guys in front of him he can't get in front of. Um, now, which goes back into the question, if you'd have had a receiver drafted in the first round or the second round when you took A.J. Dillon, would that receiver be playing more? And I think my answer to that would be yes.
4: 855-830-8648. Getting your reaction. The Green Bay Packers get a win tonight. They knock off the Atlanta Falcons. They are now 4-0 going into their bye week. And uh, they get the win 30-16. I'm Bill Michaels, Gary Ellerson, alongside. Taking your phone calls, getting your reaction. 855-830-8648. Or hit us up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Gary Ellerson. Going to go ahead and take a quick break, come back. More of the Green and Gold postgame show is next.
10: Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Sometimes you got a stick. And sometimes you got a hit. Let's find out the hit of the game. Brought to you by
3: the Boilermakers Local 107. Building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com.
4: Packers 30-16 to 16, knocking off the Atlanta Falcons. Welcome back. It's goal Post Game Show. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Head of the game. Uh, this is an easy one. You got Z. Smith getting up the middle and getting up the gut, getting it all over Matt Ryan. Here it is. Three, eight, eight.
11: Third and six. Three,
4: nine, Pressure right up the middle. Football came out.
11: Let's see if he fell on top of it. So Darius Smith got there, knocked the ball out for a second, Ryan able to recover.
4: So Matt Ryan recovers, but that is the hit of the game, and uh, the hit of the game brought to you again by the Boilermakers Local 107, building and rebuilding America over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities. Go to Boilermakers107.com. That is Boilermakers107.com. Good to have them along for the ride again this season as well. And, uh, Gary, they did not need mm-hmm. tonight a turnover – to get the win, which is good news for the Green Bay Packers. They didn't have to get that. Uh, that that. Although, I will say this, Matt Ryan probably threw up about three opportunities, didn't he? Really d-
5: really did. And, you know, they were fortunate. I mean, well, if you look at the, the, the Atlanta Falcons, yeah, they were fortunate not to get those three picks. I kind out of three that they could have gotten uh, that Matt Ryan threw in there. So, But, you know, right, uh, the offense was, was hitting on all cylinders, and that's why they were able to score so many points, and that's why they didn't need the turnovers. Uh, you, you talk about I believe was it was that the second quarter first quarter when they took the football for a 99 yard drive on the seller with a field goal mm-hmm. that took some of the air out of the clock right there uh, But I think overall even if you look at special teams right now bill, they're playing. Well, the punt team's playing. Well uh, kickoff, you know, they are getting the ball into the end zone uh, you look at the returning units they look good and so I will say this, uh, the only blemish would be that Mason Crosby missed a extra point,
4: and we've never seen him do that in a while. I know, right? Uh, he's He's been damn near perfect. I think Automatic. he's only missed one other one in his career. Mm-hmm. Automatic. You know? 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Reaction to the win tonight, are the Packers the best team in the NFC right now, or would that honor go to, say, Seattle? who is also undefeated. Tampa Bay, who was sitting at three and one after that that opening loss. Um, you know, who else? I mean look, any other three and one team you can look at, the Rams are starting to play some really good football. Uh, I do not have any faith or any belief in the Chicago Bears. Um, so I just don't. I, yeah, I, I most know that
5: don't, but they play good defense, Bill. They really do that's good. the problem. That's the problem that you have with them. They can change the game on the defensive side of the ball. And if Aaron Rodgers gets stupid and not playing within himself and start trying to run around all that kind of crap, they're going to be in trouble.
4: Mm-hmm. That
5: defense, that defense is still good.
4: Right. Uh, you've got a couple of other undefeated teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans, both undefeated at three, and zero. but they did not play this weekend. That game was rescheduled because of COVID. So one of those two teams would have fallen by the wayside, but, uh, but I, I think Pittsburgh's a very good team. I think Tennessee's a very good team. I just don't think that either one of them right now is on the same level as what we're witnessing out of, say, the Kansas City Chiefs or the Green Bay Packers, uh, w- who I think right now both of those teams are the cream of the crop when it comes to their conferences.
5: I would agree with you. Don't disagree with that at all.
4: Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. 830 This one is from uh, Jason who says, uh, Can you ask Gary as a former running back what's it going to sure. take for A.J. Dillon to get on the field and short down in huh. distance?
5: Well, trust. You yeah. got to trust him, and they don't trust him yet. And then he's got to beat out two other guys. That's not going to happen. So he's just going to have to wait his turn. I mean, all of a sudden, and I hate to be complaining, but all of a sudden you look at that pick, and it's not a really good pick because the two guys that you have in front of him, you can't get them off the field. you going to have to create something in order to get A.J. Dillon on the field. Mm-hmm. And right now they don't really need to do that.
4: Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. The Packers go to four and zero with that win over the Atlanta Falcons. The bye week comes at a great time. Now you hope that everybody comes back and you get everybody uh, everybody healthy. And, and Gary, let's talk about the middle linebacking play tonight. I know it was a little bit different, difficult because some guys went down, but uh, tackling was more the issue tonight than it was just bad assignments. You know what I mean?
5: Right. Well, tackling was the issue against Kamara. What did he break? Five, six tackles on one play. Right. I think they had like 13 tackles missed in that in that game. Tackling is an issue, but tackling is an issue bill around the NFL. That's because you had no training camp. Soft tissue issues are 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 huge issue. And you and I talked about this four weeks ago around the NFL. So that that you're gonna get that. That's just the way it's gonna go. I mean until now. Listen, normally the defenses are in front of the offenses, but not in not in the COVID-19 pandemic. The offenses are ahead of the defenses right now.
4: Yeah, we, uh, we talked a little bit about that during the week, that this would technically be the last preseason game. Mm-hmm. You know, and usually in the first few preseason games, you don't go full bore. You don't go with everybody. Just you're enough. Just kinda, yeah, you're doing just enough to get, get kind of your feet wet. You're hitting a little bit. You know, you're getting hit a little bit. and Then you're getting out of there, jumping in the cold tub, kind of getting your body prepared mm-hmm. to take mm-hmm. a full season. Right. And they haven't had that preparation. Right. And, and it does. you you got to take a hit all over again you got to learn how to do it. Your body has to remember how to do it. And take
5: their bruise and then heal.
4: Yep. Yep, no doubt. Uh, let's do this. we got uh, Jeremy coming up. Don't Jeremy, hang in there because we're not going to take you right now. We're going to take you after the top of the hour break. But hang in there. I promise you're going to be first out of the shoot when we come back. and We'll get back into this as we continue to take a look at the Green Bay Packers in that win over the Atlanta Falcons. Now, uh, no game in next week. Obviously, the Packers are on a bye the next time. We all reconvene. It'll be a Sunday, the eighteenth. That mm-hmm. game is down in Tampa Bay. I wonder if they may end up flexing that game, Gary.
5: Yeah, uh, they might. They might. Depends on how many cases they get between now and then, right? Yeah, to that uh, that game thing. is a three twenty-five. But well, sounds like they should,
4: right? Uh, that uh, that game is a three twenty-five game. So we'll uh, we'll see if that game ends up getting moved at all. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break, come back. Another hour yet to go. It is the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Gary Ellison, I'm Bill Michaels. Get a hold of us on Twitter. Get a hold of us by giving us a buzz, 855-830-8648. Taking your reaction to this win, Packers knock off the Falcons 30-16. We've got more right after this.
10: network
3: the packers game is over and now it's time to break this one down it's the green and gold postgame show with former packers running back gary ellerson and the big unit bill michaels
4: Packers get a win they are undefeated 4-0 and on the season 30-16 to they get the win over the Atlanta Falcons welcome back second hour of the Green and Gold postgame show Gary Ellison I'm Bill Michaels and uh, we are glad to have you on board tonight we got a lot of people to get to 855-830-8648-855-830-8648 855-830-8648. uh, let's get back to the phones because Jeremy's been in Denver and, and on hold this entire time Jeremy how you doing?
12: i'm I'm doing well i'm doing well doing really good tonight what you thinking so i I think there's a lot of comparisons to draw to the 2010 season so you you think about like in, in 2010 it was all about talent on offense and scheme on defense right we had we had amazing talent on offense because we clearly had a poor offensive mind as you see mccarthy was happening now in dallas right so we had amazing talent with the receivers and, and the running backs and Aaron Rodgers at his prime. And then on defense, we had amazing scheme. And I think right now what we're seeing is kind of the reverse of that. We have amazing scheme where the talent might not be as, as rich as it has been in years past, but we're with the scheme and what LaFleur is doing, what Gutekunst has brought in, it's just it, it's, it's amazing. And then on the, on the defensive side, we have a lot of talent the scheme isn't quite there right now. It's, it's one-dimensional. It's get a lead and then, and then pin your ears back and get after him. But there's, there's similarities between the two, and I think this team has a, has a lot of juice to it. And I think we can go really far, and I'm looking forward to, to celebrating as the year goes on.
5: Give me your talented players on defense.
12: I mean, you got, you got uh, World War Z, Zadarius. You got uh, Jair. You got Kenny Clark. You got uh, AMSC. I mean, our secondary is is.
5: Stacked. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
12: yeah. I mean, like there's there's young talent. What we had what we had in 2010 is we had. I mean, there there was a period right before the playoffs where we were struggling because Colin Jenkins wasn't, wasn't in, right? And as soon as Colin Jenkins come back came back from his injuries, the defense turned the corner. I mean, it, it was it was we were missing one player. Kenny Clark might be that player. I mean, you have Kiki coming off the edge. You have you have Kenny Clark coming up the middle. You, 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 if Preston Smith can start to show up all of a sudden this year, like this team could be could be dope. It could be stacked, and we just we just haven't seen the full potential yet. So I'm gonna hang up and listen.
4: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, we're talking about a Super Bowl year. The year after that was when the offense was so prolific. I mean, 2011 is when they remember they went was that, was that 15
5: one. games, yeah.
4: Yeah, they went 15-1, and one and they were just, like, putting up crazy almost, you know, Madden Xbox type of numbers offensively. Uh, but going back to the defense, uh, you, you have a legitimate top cover corner in Jair Alexander. Yes. Uh, Kevin King is very, very good. Uh, the, then you've got Kenny Clark. You've got Zedaria Smith, who feeds off of that. I think you've got an emerging Kingsley Kiki. Boy, Kiki, if he comes on and plays extremely well, that makes that draft a whole lot better from last year uh in addition to that uh you know don't forget about Preston Smith they're using him a little bit different too I've been watching some of the game film and they're dropping him in coverage at times Gary so he's not always rushing the quarterback and he's not always the book plus when Kenny Clark went down they're moving Zadarius all over the field
5: well you saw Zadarius a little bit at inside backer you saw him today where Preston and Zadarius lined up on the same side together I still think that they need more talent on the defensive side of the ball um I think they're still missing something there. Offensively, I think it is about the scheme, not necessarily about the players. Um, but they just – they they just, they just up the middle, they're just not very good. I mean, you can see this team. It could be run on a lot, and that's what they have to shore up.
4: Uh, 855-830-8648, 830 uh, 8648 Tom listening to us in Pleasant Prairie. Tom, how you doing today, man? What's going on?
1: Hi guys, I'm doing good. Um, you know, I kind of the same same story. You know, the offense looks great. The, the special teams looks the best that they have, I and mean, I can't remember how many years. Again, with the defense, like what Gary's saying, it's up the middle is is just just not strong. And I know, you know, they, they have Montrevious Adams has been on the team for four years, and he's basically I I don't even does he even play at all.
4: He's been hurt. Not too much. He's been banged up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's just. it seems like we could get somebody that at least could be on the field that can be better than someone who's always injured all the time.
4: Yeah, Montrevious Adams is going to be, if he doesn't come back and do something, He's this is was his proving year, and he's going to be labeled a bust. But, uh, again, I go back to Rashawn Gary has played better. Uh, Kingsley Kiki has played well when given the opportunity. Uh, And and I think it was something poignant that was said, uh, we talked about this last week, and uh, Josh Jackson has been another one that stepped up and played well, but sometimes it's not about a bunch of superstars, it's about a bunch of depth, and guys that are just good at every position. You don't need all superstars, you just need guys that are good at every position, and, and, and let's be honest, I mean this team also has come up with some big turnovers at key moments, but you know they're going to give up eventually. It's going to happen. Eventually, there's going to be a loss. We're probably going to blame it on either on turnovers or on the defense. Um, but but right now, I mean, they're doing everything they can to be the complement to the offense. And and really, until you get to the postseason, that's all you need to do. Now the question becomes: Do they have enough in a tight game to be able to stop a team? And that's really what it kind of comes down to. Right. We don't know. We
5: don't. We don't know that
4: yet. Right.
1: Yeah. it just seems like every every year in January, we're always you know, the second-best team or the third-best team. And it just seems every year it's a different team. Last year it was San Francisco. You know, years past it was Atlanta, it was, you know, Arizona. We always seem to be just a few players short, and most of the time it's defense.
4: No doubt. Completely agree. Appreciate the phone call. Let's do this. Uh, Just let's listen in a little bit. Robert Tanyan Spoke okay. after the game. And I know I don't want to take up uh, the, the whole thing, but he had some cool mm-hmm. things to say. And one of the things that he talked about was all the text he was getting. So it was wow. pretty comical after stuff game? after the game. Yeah, because okay. his phone was just blowing up. But there was one person sure in particular he wanted to talk to. So Robert Tanyan talking with the media after the game. There you go. That's Robert Tanyan after the ball game and uh, creating their own juice. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. We still have to hear from Mike Clemens over in the locker room. we got Aaron Rodgers coming up head Coach Matt LaFleur. So we got it all coming up. The Packers get a win, 30-16. to He's Gary Ellerson. I'm Bill Michaels. More of the Green and Gold Postgame show next.
10: You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
11: And four. Time for Rogers to float one easy catch and touchdown. We'll see there is a flag down. Malik Taylor. It's gonna be a hold, I think,
7: prior to this pass. But they'll decline it. Holding number 35, defense. Penalties declined. Kind of Results of the play. Touchdown.
11: T- Tanyan actually it
4: is Tanyan, yes. Tackled by Jamal Carter, sure. Jamal Carter, and got back up and got in the end zone. Tanyan does the barrel roll, and he cl- he credits uh, getting back up because he does yoga twice a week. Gary, did you do uh, yoga when you were uh, when you were playing? Yeah,
5: of course I did. No, we all do. A yoga. Ballet. Yeah, yeah. yeah me yeah. and Herschel Walker, you know. Yep. Yeah, I did a little yoga, a little ballet, you know.
4: Okay.
5: Gotta stay flexible. You know? Yep. Yeah.
4: I get it. You got to. Yeah. Gotta stay yeah. limber.
5: Yeah, they had a they they had they offered it right out there at the facilities. They had a yoga instructor come over there and do some yoga stuff with us and some stretching exercises. Be at one with yourself. Yeah, I mean you guys you did a little yoga, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, you would do it. More ballet, the plie stuff yeah, and, yeah, uh, and just squatting all the way down to be able yeah. to kind of stretch out the hamstrings and keep yeah. yourself limber and and then foot exercises and yeah. leg lifts and yeah, there was an art to it. I mean
5: so. I mean I haven't seen you in person in a while, but I I seen some pictures on your Instagram and Facebook and whatnot. You you looked like you started doing a little bit more yoga recently.
4: Uh, I'm, I'm didn't haven't done the yoga, but I've done a lot of a uh, lot mean, of body dropped, stuff.
5: Yeah, like you dropped some.
4: I, I've, I've dropped, uh, yeah, quite a few, quite yeah. a few. Well, the last time you and I saw each other was at the uh, all staff meeting out there. You in the look park. good then too. So I was working it. Yeah, yeah. working on that then. Uh, a guy that's been working it, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers spoke after the ball game, and Aaron Rodgers, as we God, all know, his post game so well. presser, he is playing out of his mind. Brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. That's RobertHackDiamonds.com. Robert, h oh, Robert dot diamondscom Aaron Rodgers talking to the media after the ballgame. There you go, Aaron Rodgers after is. the ballgame talking with the media. So uh, it goes back to when he said he found peace in the offseason, Gary, and he found out the things that are important and wanted to hang with his guys and, and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, you talk about being in a good place right now, right?
5: So, have you talked about this whole inner peace thing, Bill, yet? That he's found. I mean, have you have you uh, got into that yet, or no?
4: I I mean, I've talked about what he. I, I go back to what he said, where you have okay. to be happy with yourself to yeah before you can be happy with others. And you and I kind of okay. talked about that a little bit, uh-huh. but I I. I the, the only thing I related to this was go I've forward. been divorced, and I got okay. divorced, and then you kind of go through that period where you're always chasing something or trying to make somebody happy or trying to make yourself happy, and, and you're trying to make things work. And then finally when you're out of that, you kind of look around and you breathe. And it's not that it's good or bad. It's just that it's just you. The only person mm-hmm. depending on you is you. Uh-huh. And then you find ways that, you know, mm-hmm. things that make you happy again because that pressure is gone. So and then all of a sudden, you you know, whether you call it inner peace or whatever you want to call it, I mean, I don't know. But you just find something where you just you, you breathe and everything becomes just easier. And uh, and I just wonder if that's what he's gone through with himself or with Danica or with Olivia Munn. I mean, I mean, I don't know. But when you find it and it's just you and suddenly you kind of go back to your guys and it's kind of like it was and you feel good <laughs> again. You know what I mean? Okay. So I mean I don't know if he went to some Buddhist temple and found an inner peace. I mean it and... feels
5: like he went somewhere. And I'm okay with something. that. I don't yeah. and I'm okay with that. I'm not I'm not judging. I'm just saying uh you know whatever you need to find or cuz you know I I I saw you know a counselor for a long time. I mean so yeah. I'm not I'm not you know saying it's not good or bad. I think everybody needs someone to talk to. I just I just find it not funny, but I just find it interesting that he is opening up and talking about it so much. And, and for me, I can see it um, oh, yeah. in the ways that he's handling other players on the team. I mean, he still demand perfection because he's always going to do that. But I mean, just the, the confidence and the talking with the younger players, I, I just don't know if I had ever seen him do all that. I mean, and, and really, I think that's what's going to make this team a better team where these guys... Where, where Aaron Rodgers just doesn't hold it over them when they drop a pass or do this or do that, not to expectations. I think he's giving them confidence. Hey, if you drop one, I'm coming right back to you. better be ready to go. I think that gives – because everybody wants to do good, right? I mean, when you're on that level, everybody wants to succeed. Everybody wants to do good. But you also want to have confidence, Right. And other players that you want, other players to have confidence in you that you can get it done, even when you do screw up, because nobody's perfect. Bill Aaron Rodgers screws up too. I mean, everybody does. Yeah. So you just want that confidence from him, knowing that you know that he's got your back. I think that, to me, has been the biggest turnaround I've seen of him since in, in a
4: long time. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back here. We'll uh, hear from Matt Lafleur. We got Mike Clements coming up. Stay tuned. We got more of the Green Gold Post Game Show coming up right after this.
10: BORDER TO BORDER, THE BILL MICHAELS SPORTS TALK NETWORK.
11: Blitz picked up, Rodgers has his man, the tight end, Tanyan for the touchdown! Robert Tanyan on the receiving end, 19-yard score, and make it three consecutive games with a touchdown catch for Tanya. <laughs>
4: Packers get a win, Tanyan with not one, not two, but three touchdown catches, Aaron Rodgers, a fantastic game, Packers get a win, 30-16, to they go to the bye week now, undefeated, uh, Gary Ellerson alongside, it's the Green and Gold Post Game Show, and uh, we are now joined on the Schneider Orange Hotline by our good friend Mike Clemens in Green Bay, and uh, so Michael, what uh, I would assume there's a lot of joy right now on behalf of everybody getting the win and now being able to get to the bye week and try to get healthy.
0: Yeah, you know, I wish um, they haven't been posting or, or I don't even know if they're videotaping, locker room celebrations. But they're four and zero, and I'd kind of like to see what Lafleur is saying to these guys, you know, this team. Maybe because of the COVID stuff, that's different. We saw the excitement and the way Lafleur Le led in those post game celebrations. But they're four and zero. They're four and zero. That's just that's just awesome, any season, but the, particularly I think this year, and. You know, you're watching that game and look at him throw to Jamal Williams and Jamal, who, you know, he saw him, he saw him draft AJ Dillon in the second round,
5: mm-hmm.
0: um, and he's, you know, it's his contract here no too. And they're talking about this guy, you know, Gary get, you know, getting the jugs machine and working on his uh, receptions as well as uh, Aaron Jones, you know, and just and and coming with a, just a totally different attitude. The coaches said when they first saw him in person once he reported. So I thought it was interesting that when you don't add Devontae, when you don't have Al Lazard, um, it's not MVS that's your number one, or Darius Shepard, who, by the way, I saw on the sidelines in the second half with one of those heaters working on his hamstrings. It's either two running backs, Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones, or a tight end, Robert Tanyan. I mean, what has Aaron Rodgers ever thrown that much to a tight end, it's, you'd have to go back to Jermichael and the guy with three touchdowns tonight. So I said to Lafleur, two running backs and a tight end as your primary receiver, was that your game plan or is that what the Atlanta defense gave you tonight?
1: I think it was a combination of everything. I think uh, going into it, we knew we wanted to get the backs a bunch of touches, and and, and same with Bobby Tanyan. You know, the, all those guys consistently perform at a high level. They're guys that we can trust uh, certainly I think Aaron has a lot of trust in those guys. And I think that
4: you, you saw that, uh, you know, come through tonight. He, he talks there twice, Mike he used the word trust. And so it doesn't matter what level of talent you have. It's uh, again, going back to the trust. And I know Aaron Rogers expressed that last year, but it seems like he's, more willing to go back to somebody that lets him down, that drops a pass, that isn't in the right place. He's more willing to go back to them this year than he has been in years past.
0: With each week of this season, you know, and I told you, I had a sense of some of the things that Rodgers, the way he was talking, as upfront as he was, frankly, as friendly as he was, uh, you know, he's a sincere guy. He's a sincere guy, but he has just changed his course. I think he's decided, okay, trying to be – the grumpy drill sergeant, isn't working for me. Maybe this is stuff that Favre told him last spring, because we know that they were talking after the Jordan Love pick. But whatever, he's trying to be opposite. He's trying to be as open to these guys as he can, as happy. You know, he's leading with a smile on his face. And maybe that makes the room settle down and it builds up their confidence. The other thing is, I think that Aaron Rodgers probably thinks that this coaching staff in their second year is doing their job, and they're teaching these guys that they have to understand the 12 different bunch formations and where you're supposed mm-hmm. to line up and why are we doing this motion. They're, these coaches are doing their jobs, and now that's why Rodgers will buy into this triple fake stuff. And tonight, man, I'm telling you, you, you know, two years ago, Gary, we were excited about the Rams and Sean McVay and, and those triple fakes, yep. and then you'd see Cook open. And then a year ago, it was the San Francisco 49ers. The difference was they had Jared Goff and Garoppolo. This mm-hmm. time the offense is being run by a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's what could be scary good about this. And when you got Robert Tanyan in there, healthy, and you got these wide receivers out, Rogers talks about now. Tanyan's a little weird. He's from McHenry, Illinois. That's like just south of Lake Geneva in Wisconsin in northern Illinois. He went to Indiana State, flew under the radar, undrafted by the Sycamores. Lions. Sycamores. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. Packers picked him up. The Packers picked him up, and he looked good. And he, you guys saw that catch he made a couple of years ago uh, in that game against Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and against, uh, he had one against the Patriots, too. But then he had this core injury. That tonight, Roger says, Tanya might have had the same thing that Lazar just had this past week, having to have mm-hmm. core muscle surgery. So, Aaron Rodgers, I, you know, I asked him about how long have you had this connection with Robert Tanya to be so in sync? Like.
9: Robert and I have had a good connection since he got here. Uh, I just appreciate his work ethic, his approach. I think he's a really good pro. You know, I think like the great pros, when there's something you got to work on, he's very critical of his own game and always trying to improve. You would think that's a normal thing for every uh, every single player. It's just not. You know, the guy's just kind of wired a little bit different. I think he's got a really good feel for passing game. He's done a better job blocking. Uh, he's just a solid all-around player. got great hands. Just the timing tonight, I thought it was really good. Then obviously we got him on a you know kind of a, a holding call. Then the guy fell down for a cheapo. But you know I thought he made some really nice
4: plays. So Mike Tanyan uh, falls down. Talks about the barrel roll. <laughs> yeah, you know if you ever watch those
0: rodeos on TV and those guys that ride the bull for eight or nine seconds, right? And then they come over, you know, and the clown is interviewing. Them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Tanya kind of sounds like one of those cowboys. Can you say, so what happened on on that play where you pick yourself up and and you get a touchdown?
7: Yeah, um, I just had a a corner out, uh, just moved him outside and slipped back inside, and he was holding me, and we both went to the ground. And, you know, I've been doing, you know, yoga twice a week, so I think the somersault helped. Just kind of got it back on my feet, and next I know the ball's in there. It's crazy that Aaron held on to it that long for me to get up and throw it to me, but yeah, that was crazy.
2: <laughs> uh,
4: wow. Yoga. That's Eddie, it. Gary and I were talking yeah, about it. just a little bit of yoga. Get get yeah. get strong in the core. That's it.
0: He's a cowboy, man. The guy's Boy, a yep. cowboy. So, and then on defense, you know, some nice three and outs. Then they have that really long 94-yard I tell you, man, some of those couple of series it looked like Mike Petton's boys Knew the Atlanta Falcons playbook better than the Falcons did.
4: He did. Right.
0: I mean, they were. And Chris Barnes, now I don't know. Did you guys hear how he got hurt? Because he left the game, too, toward the end. But had a shoulder not.
4: injury, but we don't know how.
0: Was that what they announced?
5: Yeah. yeah
4: I
0: was on my way downstairs. I, I, I love. Don't you like 51?
5: I love I mean, him. Yeah.
0: He's everywhere. Look at him, yeah. man. Look at how physical he is. So that's,
5: looks know, a little nice bit like Brian back. Williams, a little bit. I don't know if you remember Brian Williams. He yes, looks I a little do. bit like him that could run yes, all sir. over the place, athletic.
0: I do. I do. And so, you know, that's an upgrade there. But, you know, you got 55. Mm-hmm. So Darius Smith back there. He had, you know, the quarterback sack. And so we talked to him about. You know, some of the missed tackles on the run game, and then about, you know, that at least that 94-yard drive by the Falcons, you held them to a field goal because they, this team, this defense, this Packers defense has given up some plays in the red zone. Tonight they got that stop, so Zadarius talked about that after the game.
6: Uh, It was big, man. You know, in the uh, last couple games, we haven't been good at doing that. So to be in that situation and to make those plays in the red zone was big for us. Uh, And as you can see, man, that changed the momentum. We're not doing too well in uh, tackling and in the run game. Uh, We got to get back to work, man. Uh, We can't harp on saying that that was a good defensive run for us because the last past couple of weeks, we haven't been doing good in the run game. So we're going to continue to work on that. I know we got a bye week, and that's something that we're going to continue to harp on. You know the guys on the back end man it's hand in hand when we're trying to get after the quarterback man it comes with coverage and when we're rattling the quarterback uh it comes with picks. so we all play as one man uh, to try to be dominant in the pass game but like i said man we got to continue to work on that run game and tackling
4: mike it's going to be an interesting bye week as everybody sits in the tub and tries to heal up and then uh, reconvenes and gets back at it to take on tom brady and travel to tampa bay packers 4-0. mike good stuff as always pal all right mike thank you bill and gary thank you guys Appreciate it, buddy. There you go. Mike Clemens uh, joining us from up in Green Bay, bringing us some of the sound. We'll wrap things up. Coming up next to the Green and Gold Postgame Show.
10: 16 stations
4: strong. The Bill Michaels
10: Sports Talk Network. Somebody
3: stood out today. That player is the Van Horn MVP of the game. Let's see who Bill and Gary choose from today's game. Brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group. Locations throughout Wisconsin and Iowa, family-born and employee-owned.
4: On the web at vanhornauto.com. The MVP of this one, again, brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group. Uh, we can talk about Aaron Rodgers and the numbers he put up, but how often do you get a tight end, Gary, that You do not one, not uh, two, you but three You just don't, touchdowns. Billy. You just don't. And then credits his mom after the game.
5: Right. I mean, right? what? Who's done it in Packer history? Was that uh, Jermichael Finley?
4: Probably Jermichael.
5: I don't and, even know if he got three uh, touchdowns in a game. I think Jermichael and uh, bu- bu- Keith, bu- Jackson. Bu- bu- Keith Jackson.
4: Yeah, there you go. Keith Jackson. I think that was it. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, it. I, I'm going to go with Robert Tanya. As good as Aaron played, I don't think that. he can get much better numbers. Yeah, let's go there. But, uh, but Robert Tanya, we'll give it to him. Six catches, six targets, 98 yards, and three touchdowns. He becomes – The Van Horn Automotive MVP of the game, brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group with locations throughout Wisconsin and in Iowa. They are family-born and employee-owned. Check them out on the web at vanhornauto.com. That is vanhornauto.com. This is going to be a weird bye week. Uh, I know that Matt LaFleur talked about keeping everybody together and doing things together. Even though it is a bye week, they're going to do some team bonding stuff, Gary, because they don't want anybody going out and getting stupid and bringing COVID back, you know.
5: No, they they don't want that. I mean, you know, they, I mean, they they feels like they're in a good situation right now, and um, you don't want them going home or, you know, I mean, like in my hometown Albany, Georgia, they had the highest COVID rate per capita of people, so you don't want that happening, and, and they happen to live right there in Brown County where it's pretty high right there in Brown County, so. If they can just stay together and stay in their own little bubble, I think will be great with we'll bold rail for the Green Bay Packers. I think either way, the NFL is looking to have a season no matter what. We can see that what happened with the Tennessee Titans. That's why he had two games tonight. So I think some some uh, weeks are built in. I mean, if they had to do anything, they'll you know they they'll push back that last weekend. I think they got a, a week there before uh, the Super Bowl to get some games in if need be. But I, I'm with – Uh, Matt LaFleur, I think they should try to keep everybody here if they possibly can.
4: You know, the other interesting thing is you talk about Brown County being a hot spot. Um, Remember, they said the first two home games would not have fans. Minnesota comes on November 1st now. You wonder, with that area being such a hot spot, if they will go ahead and start allowing fans in. Or if because it's a hot spot, they may say, you know what? No, we're not going to allow fans in. I would think they really want fans there. Of course they do. But that's going to be interesting to look, for, uh, to look for the announcement over the next couple of weeks as to what they're going to do for the next home game.
5: No, I really will be because I, I think you have the arrow side of caution there.
4: Um, That's it. Packers get a win, 30-16. That to 16. That's it. That's it. Time oh, for us really? to go to bed. And all then right, wake back right up and do it all over tomorrow. So, yeah. uh, one more time before <clears throat> yes. a few people. <laughs> right. Green Bay Packers go to 4-0. They get the win over the Falcons. 30-16, to that's the final. Thanks for hanging out with us so late tonight. For Gary Ellison, I'm Bill Michaels. Time for us to go have a go. See you. See you.
10: Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.